honestly, it's leading with empathy and transparency. Um, I don't see it enough in, you know, these big corporate structures. Um, and I think with the being really small right now and in the growing phase, I really have wanted to be intentional about how, how am I growing a values-based business? Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Melissa Gruen of Two Halves. Melissa, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Definitely excited to have you on as well. And before I jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Melissa so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Melissa is the founder of Two Halves, a custom-tailored strategic marketing agency for both brands and freelancers. Melissa has a decade of experience in branded, scripted, stand-up, entertainment, and digital media marketing. And her past roles have been at BuzzFeed, Fox, Netflix, among many others. And after almost three years a, as a brand and content strategy, strategy consultant, Melissa experienced firsthand just how difficult it can be on your own in the world of freelancing and sought out every community and collective she could to support her on her journey to success as a solopreneur. And honing her skills in strategic storytelling and combining her mission of creating space where both clients and freelancers feel seen, heard, and most importantly supported, Two Halves was born. Melissa, super excited to have you on the show and all the awesome things you're doing. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more mm -hmm. on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah. So, um, well, again, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Um, so I, as you mentioned, I worked in entertainment marketing for many years. I started out um, in my first job out of college doing branded content production and campaigns at a media agency. And from there moved into social marketing as well as uh, traditional marketing at a variety of different uh, entertainment entities and something always felt like it was missing um, and I couldn't really put my finger on it, but I decided to go freelance at the end of 2018 um, and I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> um, but I had all of my corporate marketing experience and so I reached out to everybody I knew and I said, hey, I am starting this journey as a freelancer. I didn't even really know how to market myself because like I'm good at social media. I'm good at marketing. I don't really know what that's going to be. Um, and the first six months were definitely rough uh, as a freelancer, especially if you're new, but also, uh, you know, without the lack of support around you that you do have at a traditional company, um, you're kind of off in the wilderness. Um, so as I, as you mentioned, I really, I sought out a bunch of different collectives, uh, sought out different communities and really noticed through that journey that a lot of freelancers struggle. Um, they struggle, but they do it because they love the opportunity to really hone their skills in a specific thing, market themselves, and also have the flexibility that freelance offers. And so as I started thinking about that, I was like, wouldn't it be amazing if there was an agency uh, that really focused on supporting freelancers while also in, in, in turn supporting brands. Um, and so I, I sat on that for a very long time. Um, and I was like, you know, I don't think I'm ready yet. I really want to dig my heels into this freelance thing, see where I nut out. 
Um, and about two and a half years later, I decided to launch this agency. So we we're just a couple of months in, we started four months ago. So that was May, um, in an official capacity. We were really, I was kind of really working under this model, uh, in a, in an unofficial capacity and kind of working in this way with clients. Um, but so far really seen a lot of positive feedback from the freelance community, as well as brands that we're connecting those freelancers with. So um, I can definitely also talk a little bit more about our model and things like that. But so far, really, it just excited about the whole journey and excited to see other people getting excited about working with us too. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting, you know, thing, as you said, like a lot of times when you kind of lean into, you know, some of the things that we feel like are missing, we feel like it might be that yeah. and we get that opportunity to kind of, you know, lean into that. Sometimes awesome things happen because not only I always say like a lot of times when we tell our story, if we're kind of leaning into who we are and our mission mm -hmm. and our vision and all those things, we start telling other people's stories and having that connection as well. But um, I love that wilderness kind of metaphor that you talked about. Yeah. Like it does definitely feel like you're in the wilderness It thinks like, OK, I think I should go left. But, oh, no, there's like a river there. So that's not the way to go. Or I think I should go right. You kind of don't know Absolutely. how to navigate or and you feel like you're by yourself. So I love, you know, that support and that connectiveness and, and all the things that you kind of talked about and, and what kind of fueled you to where you are now. Yeah, definitely. It is. And I think what has been so interesting to me throughout this process, I feel very lucky in that I think starting out in the corporate environment gave me that one understanding of what works in business in a way that had I started as freelance, I don't know if I would have had that experience. And I really commend freelancers that start as freelance and build their companies and their solo entrepreneurship in that way from the ground up. Because I don't know if I could have done it myself. Um, but really, my goal is to kind of use that experience to help others. Um, and I really, truly believe that all freelancers should feel empowered to continue staying freelance if they want to. Um, and it is definitely hard, but it, the, the risk is worth the reward, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, like you said, if you make that choice that you decide that you want to, and a lot of times, like you you know, you know, said in telling your story, they're very mission-driven. They, they have these ideas of what mm -hmm. they want to do and see within the marketplace and fulfill that and, and to kind of lean into that allows that to happen. And so um, I, I wanted to drill down a little bit more. I know you yeah. mentioned a little bit about two halves. So I wanted to hear a little bit more about that agency and how you kind of touched on how it was structured as well too. Yeah, absolutely. So at our core, the bread and butter of what we do is strategy. So my background when I was as a freelancer, when I finally figured out how to market myself and what I was really, really good at um, was brand and content strategy consulting. And so that is at the core of what we do. So we do brand consulting, uh, oh, sorry, brand strategy, campaign strategy, and content strategy. Um, in doing that work, I will go out into the market. Let's say we are working with, as an example, a CPG brand. I will make sure that the strategist that is working on that project has a lot of background and experience in CPG. And we even drill down to, do they have experience in that specific sector that the client needs? Um, from there, from the content strategy, and typically what we do, a, a really com large component is recruitment strategy. Um, so I have a chief recruitment officer, Lindsay. She is fantastic, wonderful person. And she's really, really good because she's been working in the creative freelance market for so long. She's really good at finding the right talent for a client's specific needs. So once we build out that content strategy, we say, okay, based on what you want to execute, what we've talked about and drilled down to, you're going to need X, Y, and Z position. These positions might not need to be specialized. They might need to just have the specific skills, but these positions are really going to need to be specialized in your industry. And we talk to the client about that. Um, and what we do when we get to the executional phase, they decide, you know, if they want to take that 
strategies say, thank you very much. We're going to execute this on our own. That's amazing. And that's a win. And we feel really excited about that. Um, the other option is we can do the that direct recruitment for them. So if they decide, you know, really, we only need a couple of freelancers. We don't need the full agency experience. We're gonna we're gonna have those freelancers in house. Can you do the recruitment for us? That's absolutely something that we do. And then the third tier of that is actually um, the full agency experience. So they say we want you to do the recruitment. And we want you to oversee the project. So that could be anything from a one-time project or a monthly retainer that we do social media management or other elements. Um, and uh, we then go out and recruit based on their needs. And the client actually, if they want it, they have like they are able to see the entire recruitment process and actually select their internal agency team, which is something we really pride ourselves on. So that the client feels really excited about the team that's going to be working on it. Whereas in a traditional agency model, um, you know, you get what you get. And oftentimes that's wonderful and great. And it's a great partnership, but we really feel strongly, especially with a lot of the clients that we work with, we want you to feel like we are an extension of your team. And feeling that way comes down to knowing who we're really hand selecting to make sure that everything you want to accomplish, all the goals you want to achieve are going to happen under a team that you were actually able to select. Would you consider that to be what I like to call your secret sauce? Uh, it could be for yourself or the business or a combination of both, but is, is yeah. that thing that you feel sets you apart and makes you unique? I think it is. And you know, you really hit the nail on the head, like something that we are really a human centered business. And I like to think of myself that way in terms of the way I do business, because ultimately I want to create change in this way and create a better world for freelancers because I, in so many ways, still feel like I am one. Um, and so, and I really see how you, the lack of support and resources and all those things that freelancers just don't get because they're not in that uh, corporate environment. I want to try to create those things as much as possible while also creating flexibility. The other thing that I would say in terms of our secret sauce and something we're working towards in the future, um, and again, we're still very new and small, but um, I really want to create a community of freelancers and kind of build that element up so that we're able to offer resources, events, discounts on software they need, all of those things. So we're still figuring out how we can make that happen down the road. But ultimately, if I can, you know, the reality is we're creating this database of freelancers. Every freelancer in the database, it's not, I mean, if it happens, amazing. If everybody can work with us, that'd be fantastic. But the reality is, it's probably not possible, but if we are able to host events or if connect people through our database and they find other work outside of the work that we're doing, like that is a win in my mind because ultimately they're able to do more of the work that they love. So again, really focusing on that human-centered type business, thinking about what do people want and need and how do we deliver it to them on both the freelancer side and the client side. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And uh, Wayne Gregsby has this quote where he says, I don't skate to where the puck is, I skate to where the puck's going to be. Mm. And it kind of reminded me of that when you were saying like, uh, also like being able to kind of um, literally and probably figuratively be able to kind of host the cocktail party where people get the opportunity to connect. And there yeah. might be opportunities that come about that, you know, we never would have thought possible, but just getting that opportunity to kind of provide that platform for that to happen. So I love what you're doing. And obviously what you're working on as well, too, and all the exciting things that Thank will come, you. you know, from that. So um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit. Yeah. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something yeah. that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah, I will say, and I am, I, <laughs> I am a recovering workaholic and I'm really trying to, in my business, you know, it does of course take a lot of work and a lot of energy. Um, but I used to, especially when I was working in the corporate environment, I'd wake up, I'd immediately start working. 
And then I'd work until my eyes bleed for lack of a better term. And what I really noticed on the days that I wake up and I move my body in some way, um, take time to walk, like have a walk with my dog, listen to a podcast and just have, even if it's 30 minutes, I love to have an hour before I really start my day, have my coffee and just relax before even looking at technology. It is such a game changer. And again, I'm not perfect. There are days where I'm like, oh, like I just need to get started on work. But those days I often notice I feel more sluggish. I feel a little bit more drained by what I'm doing. Whereas when I start my day with movement in some way, and also a lot of sleep because I also require naps, but I don't take them. <laughs> um, but uh, on when I'm really giving myself space to start my day slowly, the day feels so much more energized and it feels so much more rewarding. And I, I feel good in the work that I'm doing versus uh, I have to wake up and do all of this work and everything is just like a dark cloud. It really helps clear my mind. Um, and so the consistency in that, it's not always perfect, but when I do do it, I really feel better in my day. I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this mm. could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you happen into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, it is really about trusting the process is something for my younger self. You know, I thought that in a lot of ways, if I didn't do a certain thing, or if I didn't work that 12 plus hour day, or if I did, you know, so many things, I was like, all of these things are in my control. Whereas sometimes you have to trust the process and say, okay, it's not going to be perfect. It's actually never going to be perfect. Um, and ultimately, when you embrace that, you kind of are able to see certain things are working better than you'd hope and certain things that you thought were going to work great, maybe aren't right. Um, so ultimately, kind of being open to that change and open to really just saying, like, I'm going to see how this goes and I'm going to see how it works out. And there are going to be things that go beyond my expectations. There are things that are just not going to rise to the top and that's really okay. And accepting that it's hard, but accepting that I think has been a real big game changer for me. Absolutely. I, I love that. So I want to ask you now my absolute favorite mm -hmm. question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Melissa, what does being a CEO mean to you? Yeah, I think honestly, it's leading with empathy and transparency. Um, I don't see it enough in, you know, these big corporate structures. Um, and I think with the being really small right now and in the growing phase, I really have wanted to be intentional about how, how am I growing a values-based business? And the two things that have been, you know, core to what I do, especially being a human-centered business, which I want to maintain, is having empathy, understanding that we are all human beings, and we are going through different things, some that we might know about, others that we don't, and trying to lead with this idea of, can I put myself in somebody else's shoes? Truly Absolutely. appreciate you for being that trailblazer and then having that <laughs> as a foundation within your business. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to yeah. see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much. This has been so amazing. I would say my door, the one thing I'd want readers or listeners to know, my door is always open. Um, and so reach out to us. Um, we would love to hear from you, whether you're a brand looking for 
strategy work or creative execution, or you're a freelancer who really wants to get involved um, from a work perspective or community perspective, um, you can find us at two halves.one. That's T-W-O-H-A-L-V-E-S dot one. And then on Instagram at two halves agency. Um, we'd love for you to follow us. We'd love for you to reach out. Um, and again, I truly have an open door policy and love to meet new people. I love making connections and I love connecting other people too. So, um, really don't hesitate to knock on my virtual door, I would say. Awesome. 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 To make it even easier to knock on that virtual door, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. But truly appreciate you, Melissa, again, for all the awesome work you're doing and the time you took today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.